Blog Talk Radio. about that anymore. They're direct rivals that we have to compete with now, Jeff. We I have know. to drop the whole Bruins charade from this point forward. Which I'm fine with because I don't actually like the Bruins and I was kind of pissed that they did well. Uh, with that said, how you doing, JJ? Um, it's a pretty good day. I don't want to go into it like, too much. You guys don't care that much, really. No, I want to know how your day went. From, cause don't you, work, you work for the government somehow, don't you? No, you I work, to to work for today? Yes, I work with people who work for the government, and, uh, yeah, none of them are very happy. One lady brought in a can of soup for lunch, and she's like, because my husband's not working right now. I got to eat soup for lunch. <laughs> I had I had soup for dinner last night. That was good. Soup's good if you do it right. Yeah, I mean, it's one well, of those cans of shit that they, I don't know, they eat weird stuff. Who cares? This is a stupid story. <laughs> I had a segue there when Tyler said doing it right. And I was going to say, speaking of doing it right, the Red Wings did it right last night. Mostly. What did you think of the game, Jeff? I thought it was you great. You right? I did. I saw the two goals, <laughs> and then I caught the screen a few times between writing scripts and shit. And then I was like, oh, the Sabres scored. And then I saw there was like a seven for seven on the penalty kill. And then I was like, all right. That was a good last shift, and the Red Wings won. I fist pumped, and everyone told me to shut up and sit down in my cubicle. And that was my—that's my deep thoughts on the game. Do you get equally as much shit from your coworkers as you do from us? I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe more from them, but yeah, are you just that guy in whatever circle you're with, whether <laughs> it's your family or or them? I or think us? so. I just. Like, I go into every day saying, all right, I'm just going to kind of cool it and not talk so much about Detroit and the Red Wings because no one cares, and I understand that. But then I get there, and I can't help myself. So, And then it's like my new boss used to work at Fox Sports Detroit, and then this other new guy that they brought in, like his wife was from Michigan, and he knew Nick Lidstrom in 1989 or whatever when they drafted him. And I'm like, why? why do you have to keep surrounding me by these people? And it just makes it worse. But what did you guys think of the game? Because you clearly saw the entire 60 <laughs> minutes, JJ. I did. I, uh, I'm i happy with the result, if not uh, entirely thrilled with, with the journey that got us to it. I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, I fucking can't believe we only beat the Sabres 2-1, to one, but I'm, yeah, not exactly happy with that. I thought the roughing was shit, though, so it wasn't exactly the Red Wings' fault. I was like, there's a few bounces here and there. Their first power play unit was incredible, and the second one wasn't as terrifying, panchettingly terrifying as I was worried they would be. So the penalty kill was good. I wasn't unhappy with with anybody's game, really. You think they're going to have to win a lot of games like that? Boy, I hope not. But if... If they do, is that a problem? Like, wasn't it's the not a problem. It's just not as reliable as, uh, you know, just going ahead and winning 6-1. to one. Sure, but you're not going to win game 6-1 to one most nights. You're not going to no. win game 6-1 to one in the playoffs. And the point is, nice. just, this team needs to win the close games. It needs to be confident playing in close games. Close games where they're being outplayed, close games where they're the better team, and close games that are just close between both opponents, or between the opponent and them. So I don't. Yeah, but not a ton. 
I'm fine with it. Really a relatively easy season with, like, just enough uh, of shit to go through would, would be just fine by me. If they want to win most of their games 6-1, to I'd be okay with that. And they're going to eventually, I'm sure. But you have to consider all the new people on this team, especially you've got two new faces on the second line. You've got Bertuzzi back. You've got Samuelson back. So, clearly, you have a different say, number, Ryan. so that's different. Yeah, I can't get used to 71 just yet. Or 18 with uh, Joak, Kim, Anderson. I'm still used to 63 out there. I still go straight to Maltby. I just, I just I pass by the whole Ian White era, pretend like that didn't even exist. Who's Ian White? That's He's a lot of what he did. <laughs> He's like the poor man Stephen Weiss. That that clearly no one no one's following the, the, ang- the Anglo version. Well, Weiss literally means white. Nah, Weiss always reminds me of Madonna out there. See, this is yeah, that's not so much a concern for me because Madonna played like six games for us. Sure, it's just jarring seeing ninety. I don't know. It's, just it a it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Well, they should just make him change it to ninety-one and solve that problem. <laughs> So I'm dead serious. I will love the first person who wears 91 forever, just just because it'll piss so many people off. No one's going to wear 91. The number should be retired and hanging from the rafters, along with five and 19. Um, I can't I can't imagine it's ever come up. Do we know of anybody that's actually asked to wear it? I'd love to have heard that conversation of no exactly what was said. No, it's kind of retired. We just don't want anybody to talk about it, so don't wear it. Well, didn't, didn't Ferk wear uh, 91 in juniors in Halifax? That's a uh, yes. I don't so, know. Maybe he'll get it. He'll be the next guy. We're getting yeah, completely off topic. Yeah, in junior. But Thank you. going back to the Sabres game, uh, which players did you guys think stood out? Either positive. We'll, we'll start with on the plus side, who stood out to you playing well? I mean, other than, you know, Datsu and Zetterberg, because those are your obvious ones. So I don't I think there was anybody that was, that was really sticking out in a negative sense, um, which kind of made it better stick out a little bit. Than your expectations? Were you not expecting a lot from some people? I mean, Dan Cleary was upright. That was... <laughs> I'll say uh, John Erickson's uh, like stim pack rage mode assist that wasn't credited as an assist on the Datsu goal. Uh, I could watch that re- replay over and over and over because that whole shift from when he gets the puck at the blue line and then Deke Drew Stafford and kind of like, wait, did I just do that? Well, fuck it, we're going for broke now. <laughs> He does like literally like, right after he does that, he loses the puck and he's like, "Oh, I don't fucking care." And he hits Weber and then he runs Ristolainen into the corner, makes him turn it over, and then he's like, "Oh, Dotsu's got the puck. I'm gonna run to the front of the net and he do a screen." <laughs> there has to be something broke in his brain right there, and it was amazing. <laughs> so Jonathan Erickson is my standout player of the game. I think he should have been the second star over Kyle Quincy, who I did think had a good game. And I even think Brendan Smith had a pretty good game. I thought, Smith game. Had, I thought Smith had a great game. He was just solid from the very beginning to the very end. All 60 minutes, up and down the ice. Just perfection. Uh, did, everybody just look, did everybody just look not shitty because it was Buffalo? They looked yeah, pretty bad. There were so many times where I was watching them thinking, it's like, God, I hope they don't see that hole in the defense. And then they didn't. Like they would do the exact opposite of the smart thing. Like, holy shit, this is a dumb team. Because <laughs> you know, you know the Bruins are going to see that. I mean, you know the the Lightning are going to see it. The good teams will will take advantage of those kind of mistakes. So I'm I'm glad that the Red Wings got 
a day off to kind of look at all that shit and go, we need to be better than that. While still getting two points. That's the most important part. So is there anyone you thought that just didn't didn't do it for you out there? Pierre McGuire? <laughs> Nothing. Did you guys even read the rundown and prepare? I read the rundown. I was halfway there. Fifty <laughs> percent credit. Tyler, did you even know we had a rundown? I did. I actually did see that. I was really excited about the Patrick Watt part. Well, if we breeze through the, the, all this rest of the stuff, we can just stop talking about the residents <laughs> in general. <laughs> Patrick Waugh. That's always Tyler. best, really. I know everyone's waiting, waiting for, Patrick the, for the for the limericks. <laughs> it shouldn't be the best part of the podcast, I'm sure. No, I mean, I I don't know. I, I think that Kendall was pretty quiet, although he deep the guy out of his pants once, and that was pretty funny. Um, I thought Cleary was mostly unspectacular. I think that despite the goal, uh, Samuelson and, and Emerton, although Emerton did a lot of good penalty killing, um, they weren't amazing or anything. Um, Franzen was kind of invisible, although he did like he had the most invisible four shots on goal. The difference between Invisible and holy shit, Franzen was that Drew was that Andrew Miller or not Ryan Miller? You know the the bad one had a had a good game. The bad Miller, yes, yes. He he was my X factor in the in the game preview. Ooh, yeah. I predicted he'd have a good game, and he wasn't bad. Exactly. Well, the right predicted- there. Well, next time predict that they have a bad game, and then maybe we can win by a more comfortable margin. I can do that. I mean, it would have been 2 nothing. I'd have been comfortable 2 nothing. Then Jimmy just had a brain fart, and that guy from Star Trek scored. I think he was just bored out of his mind. I think he was bored out of his damn mind. And he needed to make it a little bit interesting so that he could stay awake through the final eight minutes or so of the game, and it worked. He caught a case of the Hoshirk. Yeah, yeah. Because Dom used to do that all the time. He'd get bored shitless, or or even worse, he'd get that like broken puppy dog thing. He's like, I don't want to help. <laughs> oh, did you hear him in the intro yesterday when he said like Detroit versus Buffalo rivalry night? He sounded like, I think it was a, uh... oh shit faceless idiot on NBCSN1 who said that he sounded like a Bond villain, and it was true. It was creepy. Faceless idiot? What? Yeah, one of those people on NBC Sports. I don't remember. The host? Remember Liam McHugh? Was it Liam? Liam? I don't know. Uh, I didn't see it. I'm well, if you're listening, that. Liam, I'm sorry for calling you an idiot. I don't think he's listening. I don't, I'm not sure if anyone is listening. Other than the four people in our chat. What did you guys think of Alfie? Or Daniel Alfredson for... I, I, on the power plays that I did get a chance to see, I thought he was better with the man advantage than he wasn't even strength, which, if that's the case, I'm not entirely upset with that. No, not at all. Power he, play he, looked be like he, was, he looked like he really wanted to score a goal. Or maybe that's just the way he's always looked, and I've never really... He just really looks like he's trying to... Slap his stick right through the puck. Yeah, he's got one of those but, slappers where I have no clue where it's going. Usually, I can right. I can at least kind of tell. I think my and, expectations for him just aren't super sky high. So, just seeing him move around in a semi competent manner that's that's a pretty positive sign for me. Well, plus he and Weiss were. Uh, they were absolutely dominant at uh, even strength. I mean, they were unremarkable. It, it, it didn't seem like they were really kicking that much ass, but uh, the Sabres only got two shots on goal with them out there. Pretty, 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 pretty good. I just like that when Alfredson's on the point that I'm not actually terrified when the puck goes near it. 
because I really like Damian Brunner. I liked him. I don't really care about it anymore. Um, but there was just as much fear show, seeing the puck go near him as there is with with Samuelson on the, that second unit. I think we need to come up with a name for that first power play unit. It's what, four Swedes and Datsuk? <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know if that's a name. I don't think they qualify as a name. Well, I was just pointing out that I wouldn't think that should be the name. I was just pointing out it, okay. that was the line. Because what it was, Franzen, Zetterberg, Cronwall, Alfredson, Datsuk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like the, we had the Russian five. This is like the Swedish four. And then another guy. And, and then, uh, four Swedes of the Apocalypse and Datsuk. That was one of our chat recommendations. I don't know. I think which one's, uh, I think, which one's I think the, It's Cronwall, right? Famine, War, Pestilence, and Bananas. I don't know. The horsemen actually have names. I don't even know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. It's probably a movie I haven't seen. Or it's a movie I've seen that I don't just remember. Or it's a TV History show. History that predates... 1996 that you don't know. <laughs> I know history. I know history from like 93 on. Oh yeah. I, know, I think didn't Jurassic Park come out in like 1993? It's true. I remember seeing that when it came out on VHS. I was scared shitless. <laughs> it sucks. I was gonna play a fun game. Just name one thing in 1993. That's exactly what you did. <laughs> Boom. Let's see, the four bitches he passes to when he feels like it. It's not bad. I just don't know if you call them bitches, because I like them. Other, you know, That's you call Franz and a bitch. They are kind of his bitches, though, when he's on the ice. <laughs> the, the king, the Trey Croner, and the Croner. <laughs> What do you think? I, still, I, I still like Pavel Datsuk and the four bitches he passes to when he feels like it. I think that's our best one so far. It's even bigger mouthful, though. Just trying to come up with a segue for that, and I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We're just rocking right along here. We're <laughs> just cruising. It's been like 15 minutes. We're good. So what do you guys think of the new guys and the old guys? And the old guys can mean the guys that are still here or just the flat-out old guys. Some of the new guys are old guys. That's, that's yeah. And the new, new guys didn't even get to play. I think no. we actually do have a winner from the chat. It's uh, the Bork Suit Unit. Speechless. I don't know. The new guys, we've already talked about Alfredson and Weiss. I thought they had a good, solid game. I think I'm really going to like Stephen Weiss as that second-line center. I think he does things more north-south with more purpose. And he's still getting used to the system, and even then he's he looks good. And if Alfredson is only like a power play specialist who doesn't lose the possession battle at even strength, then I'm good with that. Basically, if our second line shuts down their second line, then I expect our first and our third to pick up the slack. Now, JJ, I asked you specifically after last night's game who you thought stood out, and you said Bertuzzi. And he counts as an old guy. True. Why did you think Bertuzzi played particularly well? Uh, uh, based on what you expect from Bertuzzi, which is going out there on a walker and just kind of falling down. He moved really, I mean, he moved like he was four years younger, at least maybe even five. Um, he didn't do any of those dumb spinorama shots. He used the body. He actually hit people. He was protecting the puck. He was forechecking aggressively. He was back checking. Well, um, I thought he made a lot of good passes and he made room for his teammates. I think that he and, uh, Anderson worked really well on the line together. 
And I think that if they had a more skilled shooter on the other wing, they would have done even better. A more skilled shooter like, say, Gustav Nyquist or Tomas Tatar? No, Jordan Tutu. Ah. <laughs> you got me there. I didn't think of him. When do you guys think we're yeah, going mean, to see those guys? Like, I don't expect Nyquist for the first ten games. When when Cleary decomposes or somebody else. I don't know why they would just change. I don't know. I think Tatar comes in at the very first injury, although, well, I don't know. Cause if, I was just thinking that if that Carolina would be, would have been a good opportunity to play him, because with the no. back-to-back, you play him against a slightly softer team in Carolina and then not expose him to the Bruins. Although, if you want to expose him to the Bruins, no, you, 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 it's garbage. You you, you just want to see him No, you play him against the Bruins because you have Tatar on your fourth line. He is going to skate circles around that. It's just true. Who's on the Bruins fourth line? I mean, it's it's Thornton, Campbell, and Pae, and their third line is Kelly, Karan, and Riley Smith, younger brother of Brendan Smith. Tatar is better than all six of those players I just named. Offensively skilled wise. Yeah, but I'm worried about the target and call his head down by one of those goon idiots. Nah, he won't. None of those guys are the goon idiots. Thornton will just, he won't hit him. He'll just try to fight him. I don't think Tatar's going to fight. I'm pretty sure Tatar's not going to fight anyone. No, I'd play, be... I'd play him against Boston. But also, you are correct. I do just want to see him live. Every time I've seen Tatar play hockey live, he scored a goal. So. It's only one How many game, times is that? It's just one. Oh. It was his first ever NHL game. I was there. So New Year's Eve, they lost to the Islanders in overtime. It's the first time the Wings had ever lost when I attended the game. Well, then I don't know if I want to risk that trade-off between the every time you see him, he scores, but every time you see him, they lose. That's a good point. I never thought about that. But at the same time, the Wings are undefeated at TD Garden when I'm in attendance. They're 2-0. One was a preseason game, though. Yeah, I can't keep track of all this shit. I don't care. Stars to play against Carolina. What do you think, Tyler? You should have opinions. Tyler's opinions are actually the most valued out of everybody here. Well, I say he, he should play because it would be fun. It's supposed to be a fun, entertaining game. We're supposed to have cool things to talk about. And I like JJ's point in the uh, little recap of the recap that I was reading at a stoplight earlier today. That, uh, you know, among the Clearies, Bertuzzi's, Samuelsons, if somebody's not wowing you, there's no reason not to be rotating them out of the lineup for a Nyquist down the road or or Tatar. I think that will happen over time. And I think, as we kind of talked about earlier or on a previous podcast, somebody is going to get hurt. You know, we talk about this like it's a major talking point now, and it definitely feels like it. But somebody's going to get hurt, probably against the Bruins. I think that's a safe bet. So just prepare for it now. And then after that, this is going to, you know, feel kind of like a moot conversation, but I think he'll get his opportunity sooner rather than later, Tatar specifically. Yeah, and wrapping up some of the, the chatter in the, the chat room, they're talking about because Alfredson uh, didn't practice today because his, his groin was a little sore and Tatar was taking line rushes with the Franzen and Weiss group, and so there's thought that that he might uh, do that, but I, I don't think that's true. I, I don't think that Tatar's first game of the season is going to be on the Red Wings' second line. Um, I think if it were a, a consideration where Alfie might sit out and play, I think Badcock would have sh- shaken the lines up and put Cleary up there with them and put Tatar up with somebody else. Pretty sure Alfredson said he's going to be good to go and play both games this weekend. At least he's expecting to. 
Yeah. Well, I'm so positive that, I read that. The diggers did say Tatar might play in the back-to-back, but unclear whether what exactly yeah. that means. Then he won't be replacing so, Alfie. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think that he's going to be up, up on the second line. So I think that the fact that he was skating in Alfie's place today uh, speaks less to the fact that that he might play in Carolina. I, I don't think he will, if if that's the case. If I had to base it solely on that. I personally would like to see him on that third line. Throw like you know, you said Bertuzzi and Anderson work well. You want to give him a little more skill. You put Tatar with them. You move Cleary down with Emerton and Miller, and you got a little more of a grinding fourth line there. Oh. I think I'd rather see that. It's always an unfortunate thing. It's like every time you want to sit Samuelson, the fucker scores a goal. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) how do you sit the guy who scored the last game? Because he's a dick. (laughs) He has more goals than Henrik Zetterberg this season. So? Doesn't matter. It's a pretty awesome goal, too. It was luck. It was luck. Don't. <laughs> well, he was a little less lucky than him just taking a cannon at the at the net. It looked cool. Good for him. No, he was like pointing at the boards. There was a bug or something. He's like, oh, look. And then the, <laughs> the puck like hit his stick. It was actually Tyler Myers uh, scored it for him through uh, creative puppeteering. Yeah, Myers, Myers was... He did this great, you know, this crazy uh, cross check on Samuelson right before the puck got there, and that made him um, jerk his stick into the perfect position to tip the puck in. The, the the defenseman, he was so quick, he actually was just trying to lift his stick to get it off the ice, and that just accidentally hit the, the, the defenseman's stick. It was just so quick, you, know, you had to slow down super slow mo with the technology at work. So I was able to pick that up with my advanced scouting abilities. So, I'm glad we've solved that mystery. All right. Well, now it's totally easy to bench him and, and move Cleary down to that spot so that Tatar can play on the third line. I agree. It won't happen because Cleary is a veteran, so he's going to stay in the third line. And Tatar will play on the fourth line with Miller and Emerton. It's just what's going to happen. That's not that bad either. No, I. it could be worse. Drew Miller is like really good. Is he? Tell us more. Well, you remember that play where Corey Emerton got cross-checked in the face and Tyler Myers went to the box for that? Yes. Do you want to know why that play happened? Why did that play happen? Will you tell me? Because of a 100-foot saucer pass from Kyle Quincy uh, received by Drew Miller in full stride crossing the blue line, and that confused Tyler Myers so much that he he had to hit somebody in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you think... Breakout outlet, hundred foot saucer pass. You don't think Kyle Quincy to Drew Miller? He's finally just making those simple plays, the simple <laughs> hundred foot saucer passes. He's finally listening to Babcock. This is it. He's turned a corner. But if you really need to throw more hundred foot saucer passes, Erickson did, did that a lot in preseason too, where their outlets got a lot better. Downright Rafalski esque. He's had a few of those. He was getting he was getting really good at it really, you know, through through last year when given the added responsibility of everything. Erickson that is. Now I, I just worry that he he thinks he's way better at it than he actually is. And then he just gets into a habit of trying to make a home run pass every single time that he's he's right by our own goal. Wait to be seen. I believe that, yeah. I think it'll be all right. But on Nyquist, um, I'm sorry, I'm stepping on your segue. No, go ahead. Uh, about Nyquist, I, I think that the the injury situation and the the bullshit about how he's waiver exempt is going to keep him out for ten games because that's that's when both Helm and Eves are eligible to come back. Uh, the game that'll be the game right before the the Senators, and you can't pull him up and burn those two games to make him waiver eligible before you've got the, the roster crutch settled. So 
we're just going to have to live with that or or not. I mean, you could not live with that if you want. You could stop being a fan or, you know, write an angry letter or mail poop or I don't care. But it's, <laughs> it's the way it's going to be. So suck it up. Hey, around the uh, the NHL, Bruner apparently had eight shots on goal tonight for the, the Devils, who were shut out by the Penguins. They were shut out by Marc-Andre Fleury, so that's... We we could just skip over number six in the rundown, get back to that later, and just go to seven, and it could just be like former Red Wings making an impact tonight. Oh, fine. I'll go read your goddamn rundown. <laughs> so I guess Bruner, eight shots on goal. They got a shutout, didn't they? But you just said that. Yeah, they probably, sure. they probably had nine <laughs> total shots. <laughs> yeah, I'm not right, about but uh, and Philpola scored. Philpola scored, and Hoodler scored. So it was a good night for former Red Wings. And Hoodler scored. Well, but he scored in Washington, though. On the power play. But he also played yeah. in Calgary, who sucks. They're not very good. I was totally wrong. The Devils outshot the Penguins twenty-seven, twenty-one. Really? Thanks. <laughs> Prior to Damian Bruner. Yes, and it got him nothing. Zero goals. But hey, hey, yes. try. His PDO is going to come around anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff doesn't know what that is. Hey, advanced stats. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I can it's... tell you that the eye test tonight, I watched Valtteri Filippola play. And unless I was specifically looking for Valtteri Filippola, other than his goal, you did not notice him on the ice at all. He did not look like a first-line center. Because he's not. still their second-line center. <laughs> no, he, I, he didn't really do any of those stupid carry the puck over the blue line and pull up and then lose the puck or turn it over. He just didn't really do much. I didn't really notice him at all. It was just a very quiet game from him. I don't know how much you can attribute that to the Bruins being good defensively. He was matched up against, uh, I mean, he's either matched up against Krejci or he's matched up against Bergeron. So depending on what line was out there, it didn't really matter. He had a good two-way center against him. Um, but he didn't look like a $5 million player. Uh, football should be good enough to at least handle his own against Krejci. I noticed Krejci more than I noticed Philpola. Well, that's because you're a Bruins fan, remember? Oh, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm well, watching I, yeah, the Stars game show because, goal. because Sagan is playing. So, um, they um, losing? They actually just no, got scored. Okay. No, the Florida just scored. Gotch uh-huh. just scored. So... But Tim Thomas is also playing, so it's okay. It's a root for both teams. What's next on the rundown, Jeff? Next on the rundown, uh, Patrick Waugh is a nutbag. Tyler, did you want to talk about this? He's not bad. He's crazy. For what? When he set out to be an NHL coach, his first thing he decided to do was completely copy Todd McClellan's hair, which I thought was a really creepy move. <laughs> which I noticed that. It is. I never noticed the change. You know, I wasn't paying attention too much to him when he was uh, coaching junior. I just know when he went away. He had that, uh, you know, he had that, that coif hairstyle, and then he came back and he looked like Todd McClellan. But it's quite an introduction as NHL coach. I, I'm, I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad that he's back. Just to look at him and laugh, I'm very happy. Do you think he'd win in a fight against any head coach in the NHL? I think he'd win a fight against most head coaches in the NHL. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd pummel Boudreaux. I mean, what, you, you would think Wah, Babcock, 
mean, who else? He'd pummel Boudreaux, but he'd, he'd have to pummel through four layers of face to do it. So <laughs> I don't know what his his fighting stamina is uh, at right now, but I'd still have to what? give him that though. He'd he'd still probably kick the asses of most coaches that he'd be going well, wait, up against in the let's, NHL. Let's, let's think about this right now. Who would be the toughest coach in the NHL? I'm I'm having a hard time not being a homer and saying Babcock. Right. Okay. Babcock aside, who would be the toughest coach in the NHL? Oh, oh boy. Mm. I bet Daryl Sutter could take a punch. <laughs> yeah. And, like, not give you your face he, back. He could swallow a punch. <laughs> See, I want to say Tortorella, but there's something about him that just makes me think that the the minute you make contact with him, he crumples. Yeah. Like you just have to slap him and he bursts into <laughs> tears. Barry Trotz, uh, I, I wouldn't want to hit. I wouldn't want to hit Barry Trotz. Just it looks like it'd be really painful, and he wouldn't care. He wouldn't hit you back either, but he just he wouldn't feel it, and he'd kind of walk away. Yeah, and Dallas Eakins is kind of a crazy thing going. Funny thing is, I think that Dan Bylsma is like the closest to actual playing shape, and maybe it's just that he wears glasses, but he looks like he looks like a pushover. I feel like Elaine Vigneault would get his ass kicked. Oh yeah, Randy Carlisle would probably fight well. dirty. Yeah, he's got the the weird shaped head. It just glances, punches, punches off. <laughs> he looks like a radish. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's kind of that eight Simpson head. <laughs> oh wow, that's exactly it. Wow. And I'm trying to decide between who's got the. The the pocket craziness, the the stuff that you wouldn't see come out until the fight actually started, between oh. Claude Noel and uh, Dave Tippett. Because I think oh, one I of think those. Two, be, I think Noel. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's got rage. I'm curious. Paul McLean probably put up a good fight. Gotta respect the mustache. Yeah, because I mean, he dresses like he's a. Or like he does, he wears his face like he's a old bare knuckles boxing champ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should get to the limericks. <laughs> so JJ, I'll let you introduce Wim Poetry. All right, well we did Wim Poetry. Jeff was talking to me earlier today. We should do a, we should rip something off of Merrick versus Wyshynski. That was my exact Pretty much. And now we should take the the daily question. So I asked him what the daily question should be, and Jeff's idea was a takeaway from yesterday's game. And that was boring, so I figured we might might as well spice it up and ask for limericks, because we didn't figure we'd get 40 of them. And boy, was I wrong. (laughs) We had a lot. (laughs) Good job, crazy poet. No one has anything to do on a Thursday. See, I'm a some haikus. Haikus are too easy to write. Limericks are at least a little challenging. See, I don't, I, I don't know the rules to a haiku, so I'd fuck that up. You don't have enough fingers for that, right? No, it's I, I don't know how many you need. So I have toes as well, but <laughs> That's five seven five. I, is that what it is? I don't know. But yeah. limericks. Tyler, I know you these have these. Ricks. These are these are whim ricks. How the fuck did we not think of that earlier? <laughs> this is why we've got Tyler. <laughs> embarrassing. Wow. These are special. So, Tyler, do you care to share some whim ricks with our sure. listener? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this one from Beldar Jake Conehead. Extrapolate numbers, you say? 
You can't base a year on one day. Passy Wah lost his mind, and ten grand he was fined. By year's end, he'll owe 820K. <laughs> Should I continue reading these, like, Christmas stories? Or? <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I read them like limericks. I don't know what a limerick sounds like. Was that not anywhere close? I mean, I see, I know the order of one. I don't think I've ever heard one out loud, though. Let me find a a good one. Oh, it's a little bit of a sing song. Oh. Nope. That one's not good. (laughs) I know. I will read uh, Lola's because it was my favorite. Pretty much everything she does is my favorite, which is really kind of annoying. We just. It should just be like Lola and Motown. And she just. She can just take over the blog. Winging Tyler and Lola. <laughs> like, that's terrible. I'm sorry. In addition to what's on the score sheet, twas a blowout by Fenwick and Corsi. But the thing that delivered my nether's a quiver was the shot by a Russian divorcee. <laughs> the nether's a quiver. It's just ne- like yeah, nether's a quiver. <laughs> I like I like wing nuts. I'll read wing nuts. Last night, Tatar had to sit. It wasn't because he's not fit. Sammy scored a goal. He's on quite a roll. He didn't even injure his tit. (laughs) (laughs) These are too good. All right, Tyler, you got the the pace down now? That's exactly how I thought I said the one I did. But if you're telling me no... I will try harder. And find a good one. Oh, here's another one from Wingnut. I'll read. Erickson screened Miller quite well. Samuelson's tip was pretty swell. The Sabres suck, not as much as the Ducks, and the obnoxious bandwagon Blackhawk fans can go straight to hell. <laughs> the last line was a mouthful. But we got through it. I had I to check the Olympics with Pryor, but hockey is back. My fandom is a fire. Datsuk had a sweet snipe. Patrick Watt is still a giant asswipe, and I'm still creeped out by Pierre and McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nike 86 Jeff, I want you to read Chicago Wings Freaks entry. I, I, I'm not reading that. That's, that's too much. I can't. You have to enunciate all of the exclamation points. Why, how come I keep reading this and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And it's like Wingnut did it again. Because Wingnut's really good at limericks. Tyler, you want to take a shot at Chicago Wings, freaks? It's just yeah, so good, I, d- I don't want to screw it up. For it. I mean, it's not a very good limerick, but... <laughs> Is there only one? I see the one. Okay. Yeah. For a long while, the Wings have been winners. Any who deny are obviously sinners. Take a look at Pav, Alfie, and of course the awesome Wingers. Now look at our squad and go get their motherfucking dinner. (laughs) I don't think that's a limerick. No, but it's amazing. (laughs) We told you the story of Chicago Wings before, right? If you ever go to a a game in Chicago, uh, you need to talk up with this guy. He's probably the most fun person ever to go to a game with. He almost got us kicked out of the, the United Center for being too excited before the game started. <laughs> what a crime. Then it was pretty amazing. Titus Groen wrote an epic three-part limerick. Uh, from slightly northeast of Nantucket, arises the wings Charlie Bucket. In action quite silly, clearly send with Philly, and then smartly said fire truck it. But his arrival in Motown caused snags, and Tatar spit out his gags, saying, I want to play. Babcock says, no way. We must wait to see his toe drags. And so Tatar sat out game one. Now clearly, where 71? Sammy scored, I'm shocked. Tasha's backhand just rocked, and the Detroit Red Wings won. All right. Bangalore, 78E. We didn't read this one yet, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. There once was a Red Wing named Buckets, who said to the Flyers, nah, fuck it. 
He took up a spot, though his knees were all shot, and now Nyquist and Tatar can suck it. <laughs> it was a really good one. I know I can't find it. Jeff, didn't you write one? I did write yours. one. I should read mine. Uh-huh. All right. Michael Samuelson sucks when he shoots the upper bowl ducks. He's an overpaid bum and he looks really dumb. His goal was just stupid luck. Good job. Good. So it'll take an hour to write. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. I, I didn't sit here thinking about it for an hour. Like I went and did some stuff. Like I ordered a pizza and I went and picked it up and got some frozen yogurt. Enjoyed the sunshine, picked up some tickets to a baseball game, and then it all kind of came together. Well, that's good. It. Yeah. yeah. I'll post one else the by, uh, by Sunday. The Sabres are Red Wings' big rival, not even history archival. They'll wow them with skill and their penalty kill, and the East will root at arrival. That. that was my dog. Now he's being quiet. Tyler, did you write one? No, I have not been writing one. They're all so good. How could I top any of these? All right. I wrote two. I'll start with uh, with my favorite one. There once was a Brendan named Smith whose play was quite hit or myth, but Jet. Jeff did love him so, even though he does blow. Among demon, he's barely our fifth. <laughs> Bravo, JJ. I, I even wrote an alternate ending to that one, but I uh, I bounced back and forth. And then the first one I wrote was, there sits here a fellow from Kansas who regrets he ever did plan this. The whole thing was dumb, but Jeff put up his thumb, so this is the idea we ran with. <laughs> Jeff, is that your dog? Yeah, that's some sirens going outside my apartment. They're coming because <laughs> I've got all the blow. In Boston. <laughs> so next week, what kind of poems are we going to have everybody do? Uh, Short ones. I'm really disappointed that I just now am thinking of coming up with a limerick to make fun of Graham for being bald because Graham's not here so what a better time to make fun of him than when he's not around yeah I'm pretty disappointed in you I know your homework assignment is to put one in the morning skate tomorrow I'm not writing the morning skate tomorrow so that's right I'm doing it on Saturday I could still put a limerick in there. Should we take callers? What do we want to do now? We kind of ran some now. (laughs) What are you looking forward to for the weekend games? What do you think is going to happen? You mean we're doing predictions? We should do that, yeah. Last Uh season. You mean like always? Should we? Uh, yeah, should we keep two predictions. That's a requirement. You have to do it. Should we keep track of them this year? No, because that's extra work. That's a good no. idea. It's a stupid but good idea at the same time. Just a fun thing to have. So and we should make Graham do it. Tyler, what are your predictions yes. for the next week of hockey? My prediction is going to be an overtime. Loss in Carolina, and then a win against Boston, which is the following game, correct? Yeah, just remember, every time Jill has been to a hockey, a Red Wings hockey game, every time Jill's been to a Red Wings game, the Red Wings have lost in overtime. Just saying. She's been to two games. 
Those are the only two losses that I've ever seen the Wings lose in person. Your whole life is just stories about small sample sizes. Is it joking? (laughs) (laughs) So an overtime loss in Carolina and a win. So three points out of four through this Saturday. Is my very dumb and pointless prediction. Should we guess uh, the Coyotes game next Thursday or? Um, We're recording like directly after that game, right? Yeah, that's the plan in theory. Uh, Yeah, so let's do Coyotes too. Waste our entire week's worth of time and just like record during the entire game and just make the worst podcast ever. (laughs) That would be pretty terrible. That'd be worse than us. That's actually not that's not a horrible idea. Yeah, it kinda is. We can we can <laughs> all watch the game. Terrible. We can all watch the game. And it'll be live commentary. It's like when you buy a DVD and the extra features, it's like the director's commentary and shit. Yes, because four color commentators is a brilliant idea. People could then listen to us and mute their TVs. Yeah, but that game's probably going to be in Fox Sports Detroit, so they're not going and to even if it's it. not, it would be Dave Strait. <laughs> Who yeah. good. But you can listen to It time. might not be a horrible idea to do that for, like, an NBC game, but uh, maybe, yeah, I'm not talking about Fox Sports Detroit. Maybe for the Avalanche game. I don't know. We'll figure this out. We'll do that at some point this season. But anyway, Tyler, what are the Coyotes going to do against the Red Wings? That's way too far in advance. I, I don't know. <laughs> They're going to lose? They're going to lose to the Red Wings. That's what I think. Okay. I only have I only have a feel for Friday and Saturday. I don't have a feel for next Thursday yet. we got to wait to see who gets injured at practice in between Saturday and Thursday. Who has a tender groin? Yes. Tender groin is just popping up all over the place. There will definitely be one between Saturday and Thursday. All right. What do you got, J.J.? Uh, I think that we're going to uh, have another one of those disappointing wins against Carolina. Um, And then we will fall fall behind early to Boston and then storm back. Like, we'll fall behind, say, 4-1, to and then we'll tie it really late and beat them in overtime. And then we'll get to make fun of Leafs fans forever. Uh, but the Coyotes game will be a huge letdown <laughs> after so much time. And uh, Mike Ribeiro will score the game-winning goal because, of course, he will. Well, I think this is easy to, to, to predict because Carolina sucks. So the Wings are going to win 4-1. to one. And the two games, the two Red Wings Bruins games I've been to at TD Garden, the Red Wings have won by a, by six to one and eight to two. So they're going to win seven to three on Saturday. You're crazy. And then they beat the Coyotes five to two. So there'll be three very big wins. So you guys can stop complaining that they won by a two-to-one score against the Sabres. That's a fact. So, they'll be 4 All regulation wins, obviously. This is a little crappy that we got three games in four nights and we don't play again until next Thursday. Yeah, I was looking at that. It, it sucks that we're, it's a back-to-back when they come to Boston because I don't want them to be on the second night of back-to-back because then they're all going to have excuses for why they played poorly and lost to the Bruins. You think, I'll, uh, have, I'll have excuses for it <clears throat> when I go to work. You think Marazic or Gustafson plays on Saturday? Nope. I think Jamie plays both games. It's early in the season. So we got so much time off for him to rest, yeah? Yep. No doubt in my mind. I'd be shocked if he didn't play both games. 
That would just be mean by Babcock. Making Gustafson. He knows Gustafson sucks. He doesn't have to say it. Well, he's just like play every time he gets cleared to play, he's just going to play him to see if he's going to hurt himself again so they can take the $1.5 million off the cap. Even though he wasn't hurting up. His $1.5 million is not off the cap right now. So, you didn't, JJ, you didn't like the uh, FMK suggestion in the chat? Do you want to do that? I don't know. I think. Yeah. I do not. I'll pass. <laughs> sure, we'll all pass. One. So do you guys? No, go ahead. No, it's it's fine. You're gonna ask an important okay. question. You're the host here. No, my question isn't important at all. Oh. No, I was just <laughs> if we had any final hockey-related thoughts. Oh. That was it. That was my last question. It's my least favorite part of the show, Jeff. Yeah, like every week, it's. I feel like I should prepare for the final hockey-related thought, and I never do. Yes. And you get to this, yes. and I'm like, I should have something profound to say, and I don't. And I want you to know I hold that against you, Jeff. <laughs> Oh, I got one. Here we go. Okay. I, I did really appreciate the the trolling hilarity from the people yesterday who pointed out that Detroit asked to go to the Eastern Conference for years and years and years, and we went to the Eastern Conference, and then they started our season at 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. The first game. The first game. The first person. And it had to be because it's NBC's schedule too. Sure, NBC. All their games start at eight. You guys want to go over uh, least favorite commenters real quick? Least favorite commenters? Yes. Yeah. Why not? All right, mine is App State Nick. App State Nick. Yeah, because he's in the chat, trying to get us to talk about him. And that's what you get, Nick. You're an asshole. <laughs> oh, you Tyler, who's your least favorite commenter? Uh, do I have to limit it to the blog talk radio commenter box? Can I go outside the box here? No, no, this is win. No, you could name anybody. Like, if you're not listening, I mean, there's there's, I mean, I only see three people. We quite an audience, almost as many people as we have podcasters. So <laughs> you know, we're pretty big time. Um. So I guess not. That's not true. There's a few random guests thrown in there, too. I think I'm one of them, actually. But I haven't cared to spend more than two seconds trying to... I have to register. Okay. So I am my own least favorite commenter because I'm 95 and I couldn't figure out ahead of time to uh, log in so I could actually make little comments here. I can't defend myself. Things are going to get said about me in this little box. That's a cop out. Yeah, that oh. really Tyler. By saying by saying I, I'm the least favorite. Um, yeah, you've, you've got a, you've got. That's a, pretty bad. Yeah. What about you Graham? You can't pick Graham. Well, yeah, he is my least favorite right now. Find out last I'll, minute. He's joined. It's bullshit. <laughs> Jeff, you've got to have one I will go with and it's not because of the comments by this commenter but Spiny Norman Bates just because every time I see that name I always think it's a Spicy Norman Bates and I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, it's weird I thought it was because, Spicy Norman Bates because I, right, I did Norman for the longest time so too <laughs> Neither of us can read This is terrible news so I just felt like I was living a lie when I knew it wasn't spicy, and I still was like, "What? Why?" Wait, so there was a day like you, you finally like, "Oh, it's spiny or now it makes sense." All right, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it was just now. It was just. I, <laughs> my original right? Spicy. My original thought was, that "I don't get that name. What does spicy Norman Bates mean?" And then I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, it's actually spiny." And I was like, "What?" 
Is it something I don't know from something that probably? Do you often confuse N's for C's? Only on Thursdays. I'm going to kick Lidstrom night. So that's all I got. you have any final hockey-related thoughts, Jeff? Uh, Bruins can suck it. Thanks for signing the paycheck, but I hope you get your ass kicked on Saturday. That's about it. Who's your least, least favorite uh, whim raider? And you can't pick yourself. And you can't pick me. So it can be your second favorite, <laughs> least favorite. Why can't I pick you? All right, you can pick me. I just figured everyone would pick me. It's not. It's really JJ because if he doesn't actually know everything, he does a really good job of coming across like he does. So it's more <laughs> of a it's more of a jealousy rooted hate than an actual uh, legitimate cause. I mean. Well, since Tyler started it, I'm picking him then. Basically for the same jealous reasons. Because if I write a recap, it's like, hey, I wrote a recap. That was fun. And Tyler writes a recap, and he's like, this is the best fucking recap of the season. And I can't do that. You just got to not try. You can't live up to his standards. He's brainwashed everyone. That stupid Emilio Estevez picture. It's not even you. Take it down. Show your face. Take it down from everywhere. Hiding behind. Yeah, it'd be too weird at this point. I don't think I can. Everyone be scared. They'd never read our site again. No, it should, like, my favorite line of the first period was Mike Madonna Swedish clear in that Walking Dead extra. Yeah, that's what I tweeted to him last night. He never responded. Thanks, (laughs) Tyler. I wanted to have a conversation with you. What should I have said? I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. it was like three in the morning, so yeah, yeah, I was asleep, asshole. <laughs> you make Jeff want want your approval to get his approval. <laughs> <laughs> You're tearing this family apart, Tyler. No, we used to be one happy family, just the three of us, and now there's like seven of us, and it's like I don't know who's who, how we're related. <laughs> don't know who's who. <laughs> That makes sense. They also have names, and you don't run into them in real life very often. <laughs> no, I've only met you. This question? No, uh, it's Michelle. There's no doubt. Why? She says I'm a part-time dad, so <laughs> it really cut deep. <laughs> she's, she's dead to me. No, it's not completely dead because I needed to write half the morning skates, but she's partially dead to me. She's part-time dead to you? <laughs> yes. She's part time dead to me. So that makes what she calls you applicable. See, now you're doing that thing that Tyler said where you, you just twist your words to make it sound like you're right, but you're I'm, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just very busy. I have I to provide for this whim family. <laughs> okay, you're not the I can't dad be here every family. day. I can't be here every day and comment every day. I lurk sometimes, but then your boss walks by your cubicle and you have to get off the blog because they have to write scripts. They have to do other stuff. I think Jack Edwards would be okay with you reading about hockey. It's okay. Jack, I I don't see Jack that often. I had a good conversation with Brick last night, but that was about it. Billy Jack. I would not be surprised if Jack Edwards has an SB Nation account somewhere. I bet he trolls Habs eyes on the prize. <laughs> no comment. That's all I'll say about that. So, all right, we tried to kill this thing like four times already. Should we actually we did. this time? Yeah, we should. We should okay. kill it. So for Tyler and Jim no, no, Rick, go, ahead. go to hell. I, I did the intro. I should do the outro. All right. Go I for it. Again. Okay. You're going to play the music on me, right? I'm fading it in. 
I don't minute. play it too soon. I'm just going to hang up on you. We have don't, a minute left. Okay. Alright. For JJ, Jeff, I'm Tyler. Man, this is really hard. Don't forget, Graham. I'll just say, I'll say goodbye. You know, this is harder than I thought. And I'm sorry, Jeff. Until next week. Is that it? That's the whole thing. That's all I got. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.